going on into the afternoon. Pastor Daphne Kennedy. comes from a familiar passage. But if you will, this morning, we'd like to look upon it with a little bit of fresh eyes. For when we read the scripture, there's always something that we see new. All right. Our scripture this morning is going to be from Isaiah chapter 6, mm. verses 1 through 7. Thank Isaiah chapter 6, mm -hmm. verses 1 through 7. It reads as thus. In the year that King Uzziah died, 
I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face. And with twain he covered his feet. And with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken from the tongues from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips. And thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. We want to read verse 1 over again. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also, sir, for the word also, the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. All right. Please include in your notes our background scriptures. Second Chronicles chapter 26, verses 1 through 23. Second Kings chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. Our subject for this morning is all eyes on the king, capital K-I-N-G, all eyes on the king. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. All right. All right. To my pastor, who I'd like to thank once again for an opportunity to stand before God's people. To my co-laborers in the gospel, to Mother Jones, our First Lady, and to this God's awaiting congregation. It was in the year of 740 B.C., and the entire nation, including Isaiah, their hearts, their minds, were on King Azar. For Isaiah had reigned for 52 years. He was the longest of any king of Judah at that point in time. 
He was the one who built back Ella, which was a thriving seaport where merchant ships could go in and out so that they could trade with Arabia. Uzziah, he broke down the walls of Gath, of Jabna, and even of Ashdod, where the Philistines had a stronghold. This was the place where the Ark of the Covenant was taken and housed in the house of Dagon, their God. That was three of the five Philistine strongholds, their chief cities. For the Philistines were the land of giants. You know, they were Goliath's people. Isaiah defeated the Arabians. And the Munites who warred with the Moabites and the Ammonites against Jehoshaphat. For it was with them that the Ammonites were there as well. And the Ammonites were so beaten down by King Uzziah that they began to bring him gifts. Uzziah strengthened Himself, This king of Judah, his name was being spread from Jerusalem all the way to Egypt. He built towers in Jerusalem. He built towers in the deserts. He owned many wells. He owned many cattle in the low country. He owned cattle in the plains. Isaiah had 2,600 mighty men of valor. And he commanded an army of 307,500 men. Isaiah prepared his army. He put shields on them. They had spears. They had helmets. They had coats of iron to protect their necks and their chests. They had bows, they had slings to cast stones. He made engines by the help of cunning men and they placed them on the towers so that they could shoot arrows and break stones. His name was spread far and Abroad. These were the things that were being heard and rehearsed in the minds and the hearts of the people in 740 BC when King Uzziah died. And it's because in death, humans minimize. The as long as and the buts of life. For in death, mere mortals become larger than life. And for Judah, this rebellious southern kingdom, it was one more turn, one more Digression, one more step away from the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
And the Lord himself decided to interject himself into the thoughts of the man of God. And so the Lord opened the eyes of Isaiah to view the spirit realm, the very throne room of God. For his heart and his mind was turned from the throne that was now vacant to the throne that was occupied by the Lord himself. For my Bible tells me in Exodus 15 and 18 that the Lord himself shall reign forever and forever. Isaiah's eyes were diverted from the field of kings where Isaiah was buried to the throne that was high and lifted up. For the Lord tells us as far as the heavens are from the earth, so are his ways higher than our ways and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. Isaiah saw the train that filled the temple. For our Lord is clothed with majesty and with splendor. The Lord himself, he clothes and encircles himself with strength. Isaiah saw the six-winged cherubim, seraphim, that covered their face and their feet. And they cried one to another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. For in Revelations 4 and 8, it tells me that there is 24-7 continuous praise to the Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and who is to come. And that's the kind of praise that ought to ring out in this church and every church that stands open in his name. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Every time the seraphim cried, the doorposts shook and the house was filled with smoke. It was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. For David penned in Psalm 62 and 11, God has spoken once, twice have I spoken and heard this, that the power belongeth to God. If we go back to 2 Chronicles verse 5, it says that God made Isaiah to prosper. Verse 15 says that he was marvelously helped till he was strong. We oftentimes forget where our help comes from. 
we need to look to the hills from whence our help cometh from. For our help cometh from the Lord and he alone. Isaiah saw the Lord. He saw the capital K-I-N-G. The Lord of hosts. And then he saw himself. And he said, I am undone. Which is to say, I am destroyed. Because he was a prophet with a foul mouth. And he lived among a people that were foul mouthed. And one of the seraphim flew to him with a coal from off the altar. And he put it on his lips. And he said, your iniquity has been taken away. Your sin has been purged. And Isaiah, whose name is Yahweh, is my salvation. He found his salvation. That day. For it's on the altar. Where the blood. Sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Is laid. And I heard Jesus say. In Hebrews chapter 10. Verses 5 through 6. Wherefore when he cometh. Into the world. He said. Sacrifices and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. For in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. But lo, I come to do thy will, O God. And that's where we should be church we should be where we want to do the will of the father here on this earth for when we look around we can say that we are living in perilous times and the people of God need to reflect the God that we serve we need to reflect a holy God for he says I am holy so be ye holy and when we think about Jesus our elder brother it was on a Thursday in the garden on the Mount of Olives that he prayed the prayer and he said not my will But thy will be done. And it was shortly after that. That Judas came. And he approached Jesus. And he kissed him. 
And then the army fell upon our Lord. And they took him from Judgment Hall to Judgment Hall. And they led him a Via Dolorosa hill to a hill called Calvary. And it was there on Calvary that my Lord and Savior, he hung his head in the locks of his shoulder. And it was there on Calvary's cross that he died. And he died for me, and he died for you. But that's yeah. not the end of the story. Well, they took him down from the cross, yeah. and they laid him into a bar of truth. And he stayed there all Friday night. He stayed there Saturday night. Today, while you have time, 
not made peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ today is the day of salvation now is the accepted time come the scripture says come without money come without price hallelujah 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you're here, 